G'day and welcome to Is It Relevant Today? right here on Faith FM. I'm your host, Marius Jigao, and on this show we're examining biblical concepts and ideas and asking ourselves the important question, Is It Relevant Today? Or is it as outdated and ridiculous as corduroy pants? Last week, we looked at the second part of the three-part series on Is the Bible Relevant Today? And more specifically, how can I know that it can be trusted? We found out that the Bible sets itself up for easy verification through the prophecies that it makes. In the first part, we looked at the prophecy of Tyre, found in Ezekiel chapter 26, verses 3 to 5, where God says that He will throw the city into the sea. This awesome and outrageous prophecy was fulfilled by Alexander the Great when he used the remains of the city of Tyre to build himself a pathway through the ocean to attack the island nearby. Tyre was literally thrown into the sea just as God had foretold through Ezekiel around 260 years earlier. Last week we looked at the prophecies which foretold that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem and that he would be born of a virgin. We also found out that Zechariah foretold that Jesus would be sold for 30 pieces of silver which would go to the potter's field. And we discovered that Jesus himself foretold that Jerusalem would be destroyed and that every stone in the temple would be turned over. This was fulfilled in AD 70 when the city was destroyed by the Romans and the temple was burned down. When the smoke settled, the Roman soldiers turned over each stone to try to recover the gold that had melted into the cracks. This week we're asking, are there any prophecies that speak about events which are happening today? And we'll examine this question just after these songs, beginning with Mary Beret, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus.
have let you down so many times before. Yet you come to me in mercy. Undeserving, lost, now found. Your love begins to pour when you surround me with your mercy. Just when I feel my way is lost and need some light to see, just when I would have given up, you go and mercy me, mercy me when I'm falling, mercy me, hear me calling, mercy me like raindrops falling, pour your grace out on me. Mercy me when I'm hurting. Mercy me so undeserving. Mercy me when I'm dirty. Wash me. Mercy me, have mercy on me, have mercy on me, Lord. You are God and I am not. I'm nothing without you and your incredible mercy. Desperately Than I need the air I breathe Father, fill the air with mercy Just when I feel I can't go on About to sink beneath the sea Just when I think the end has come You go and mercy me Mercy me when I'm falling, mercy me, hear me calling, mercy me like raindrops falling, pour your grace out on me, mercy me when I'm hurting, mercy me so undeserving, mercy me when I'm dirty, wash me.
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today? In 605 BC, Nebuchadnezzar had become king of Babylon and would end up taking the empire to its peak glory. In that same year, Nebuchadnezzar attacked Jerusalem, taking a large tribute and many of the best and brightest hostage to Babylon. This included the young prophet Daniel. Nebuchadnezzar immediately realized Daniel's potential and decided to teach him at his universities to be a wise man, following which Daniel entered into the king's service. In the following year, the king had a dream and called all his magicians, enchanters, sorcerers and astrologers to interpret it for him. When they came, they asked him the dream so that they could give him the meaning. However, Nebuchadnezzar said something to them which was really insane. He said that they not only needed to tell him what the dream meant, but what the dream was as well. He continued to say that if they did not do this, he would cut them all into pieces. They told him that no one but God can do such a thing, to which he gave the decree to have them all killed. I remember when I first read this, I thought, what a psychopath. Imagine the queen today saying, I've had a dream, and if you don't tell me what it is and what it means, I will kill you and all the other wise men in England. Crazy, right? But upon thinking about this for a while, I realized that what he asked of them was not all that crazy at all. These men were by the nature of their job description claiming to be talking with the gods. And now they were saying that only God can reveal this to him. Well, hang on a minute. You guys talk to God all the time, don't you? Why don't you just ask him? Or have you been lying to me all this time? The executioners made their way to Daniel. And we'll find out what happened to him just after these songs. Oh, love that will not let me go Shall tearless be. 
took my hand I dare not ask to fly from thee I lay in dust life's glory dead And from the ground there blossoms red Life that shall endless peace Life that shall endless peace Endless peace Endless Your embrace 
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Jigau, and our friend Daniel is in a real pickle. King Nebuchadnezzar has asked the wise men to tell him what he dreamt and how to interpret the dream, or else he will kill them all. And so far, no one has been able to do it. So the executioners started to round up all the wise men, and then they came to Daniel. Daniel asked the king for a bit of time so that he could ask the God of heaven, and when he did... God gave him the dream and its meaning. So Daniel came to the king and said what we have recorded in Daniel chapter 2 verses 34 to 39. You can see this passage and other verses used today on our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? Daniel said, You, O king, were watching, and behold, a great image. This great image, whose splendor was excellent, stood before you, and its form was awesome. This image's head was of fine gold its chest and arms of silver, its belly and thighs of bronze, its legs of iron, its feet partly of iron and partly of clay. You watched while a stone was cut out without hands which struck the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver and the gold were crushed together and became like chaff from the summer threshing floors. The wind carried them away so that no trace of them was found, and the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. I can only imagine the look on Nebuchadnezzar's face when Daniel recounted to him what he had dreamt. He probably had to pick up his jaw off the floor. But this was only half of what the king had asked. He also wanted to know what this dream meant, which we'll find out just after these songs. I come to you, let my heart be changed, renewed, flowing from the grace that I found in you. 
successes I see in me will be stripped away by the power of your love. Hold me close, let your love surround me. Bring me near, draw me to your side. Spirit leads me on in the power of your love. Lord, unveil my eyes, let me see you face to face. The knowledge of your love as you live in me. As you live in me. Lord, renew my, renew mind, my mind as your will unfolds in my life.
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, where Daniel has just told what King Nebuchadnezzar had dreamed, proving to him that this message came straight from God. But now he needed to interpret this dream and tell the king what it meant. What he said can be found in Daniel chapter 2, verses 36 to 43. This is the dream. Now we will tell the interpretation of it before the king. You, O king, are a king of kings, for the God of heaven has given you a kingdom, power, strength, and glory. And wherever the children of men dwell, or the beasts of the field and the birds of the heaven, he has given them into your hand, and has made you ruler over them all. You are this head of gold. But after you shall arise another kingdom, inferior to yours, then another, a third kingdom of bronze, which shall rule over all the earth. And the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron, inasmuch as iron breaks in pieces and shatters everything, and like iron that crushes, that kingdom will break in pieces and crush all the others. Whereas you saw the feet and toes, partly of potter's clay and partly of iron, that kingdom shall be divided, yet the strength of the iron shall be in it. Just as you saw the iron mixed with ceramic clay, and as the toes of the feet were partly of iron and partly of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly fragile. As you saw iron mixed with ceramic clay, they will mingle with the seed of men, but they will not adhere to one another, just as iron does not mix with clay. Now what does this all mean, and how does it relate to us today? We'll find out just after these songs. Just as I am without one plea but that that blood was shed for me and that thou bidst me come to as I am and waiting not to rid my soul of one dark blood to Many a con 
Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. I'm Marius Jigo, and today we're looking at a biblical prophecy that extends into the time we are currently living today. So far, we found out about the dream that King Nebuchadnezzar had over 2,600 years ago, which was essentially a statue that had five distinct parts. Daniel told him that they each represented a kingdom. If you would like to see an artist's representation of this statue and what the different metals represented, please go to our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? Nebuchadnezzar was told that he was the head of gold, meaning that the gold represents Babylon. But after him, another kingdom would come and rule the then known world. It's interesting that golden lions is how Babylon is typically represented throughout history. The next kingdom portrayed by the chest and arms of silver were the Medes and the Persians, who allied themselves together and conquered the world. It's also interesting that they taxed everyone in silver. Therefore, the nation would have become very rich in silver. The Greek empire led by Alexander the Great conquered the Medes and the Persians, and they were represented by the belly and thighs of bronze. Interestingly, the Greek soldiers are often referred to in history as the bronze soldiers. What followed was the Iron Monarchy of Rome, represented by the legs of iron. However, after Rome, no empire was able to achieve worldwide dominion, which is why the last section of the statue, the feet, were made of iron and clay mixed together. Daniel chapter 2 verse 43, in my opinion, is one of the most amazing verses in the Bible because it has stood the test of time for over 2,600 years. It reads, As you saw iron mixed with ceramic clay, they will mingle with the seed of men, but they will not adhere to one another, just as iron does not mix with clay. God foretold through Daniel that after Rome, the world would not be able to unite under one rule. But this was by no means through lack of trying. Many have tried throughout the ages, including Charlemagne, the Kaiser, Napoleon and Hitler, but they have not been able to overcome this one simple verse in the book of Daniel. I read an interesting book recently called One Thousand Shall Fall. Please go to our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today, to see an image of this book if you're interested. In fact, if you're the first to comment Faith FM on this week's post on our Facebook page, we'll send you a copy of this book for free. In this book, we have the story of Franz Hatzel, a German soldier who was conscripted into Hitler's army. He was part of the regiment that was responsible for bridge building and was therefore at the front lines of the battle. One day, as his regiment was advancing further and further into Russia, he inferred that Hitler cannot win the war. This, as you can imagine, in a time of war, was treason. Here we are, giving our lives for this battle, and you're saying we can't win? As his court-martial began, he brought out his pocket Bible and showed it to those interrogating him. He showed them Daniel 2 and then came to verse 43, where it says that they will not adhere to one another. He told his superiors that they cannot win the war as God has told us over 2,600 years ago that there will not be any more one world governments after Rome. Therefore, Hitler will not be able to unite the world as he desired to do. His superiors didn't execute France, but told him to gather up all the fuel he can find. In case this prophecy was right, they wanted to be able to escape Russia if Hitler lost the war. 
When Hitler did eventually lose the war, this was one of only a few regiments that were able to make it out of Russia. This was all due to seven words written over 2,600 years ago which said that they will not adhere one to another. Ladies and gentlemen, when we ask ourselves, is the Bible relevant today and how can I know that it can be trusted? The answer is simple. There are hundreds of prophecies in the Bible, all of which show us again and again that the Bible is the Word of God. Absurd prophecies of cities being thrown into seas, others that foretell many of the events in Jesus' life, and this one in Daniel chapter 2, which has foretold our world history and is still being fulfilled today. These seven words, and they shall not adhere to one another, has again been shown to be true only a few years ago. And you may say, what? A few years ago? What are you talking about, Marius? To which I will simply answer, Brexit. The world is still trying to unite today, but the Bible tells us that this will not happen. However, this prophecy does not end here. We are told of a stone which is cut out without hands that struck the image on its feet of iron and clay and broke them in pieces. We are told that this kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and that the God of heaven will set it up and that it will never be destroyed. Everything else has been fulfilled. Only one part remains. We're living in the final stages of this prophecy. And today I want to ask you, do you want to be part of this heavenly kingdom which the Lord will set up? Are you seeing that the Bible is the word of God and that it can be trusted as a guide for our life? If so, make a decision to seek God and His will for your life today. If you would like to talk to me about these prophecies or other biblical topics, you can contact me on our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? And if you are in the Maryborough or Ballarat region, I would be happy to even visit you for a chat. The Bible is still relevant today and parts of it are still being fulfilled right before our eyes. Well, thank you for joining us today and don't forget to visit our Facebook page Is It Relevant Today and give us a big thumbs up and be sure to tune in next week at the same time. I'm Marius Jigal, God bless and I hope you have a magnificent day. Change my heart, oh God Make it ever true Change my heart, oh
Yeah. 